Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a f***ing ring on our finger. Yeah! How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer. This is Ralph Phillips. Uh, Molly Bay. Today is March 7th, 2022. Almost said February. Man, this year's <laughs> flying by. Yeesh. Yay! I can't believe it. It's spring. It's 80-some degrees outside. Mm-hmm. What in the world? Nice day. Beautiful Except day. from the wind. So, yeah, lots of wind. we got a wind advisory. I know. How about that? Huh. All right, well, we got a show for you today. It's probably going to be a little short. Not a whole lot going on in the football world. A few things. We'll touch on what we can. Some Bucks news, some news around the league, whatnot. How's your day been, Molly? It's I'm living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, man. You got me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's What else do you need? Look at the back of your head all day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What do we got going on? What do we got going on? You know, I have noticed the fan engagement with football is just dived down. Uh, all the Buccaneer content creators, their views and, and listens are, are probably about 60% down, 70 some cases well i think several reasons i mean you have the drop off with people who are not football fans like we're football fans mm-hmm. um so i think you get like the more a little more casual fan they kind of drop off but then there's the football fatigue which i certainly feel at times where it's just you know the offset you have the full season and then it's just you're like oh i just need a, a little break um but and then there's not that much going on, so there's a lot of like just downtime and like wait time. Like now we're waiting for the free agency to start. Uh, tomorrow is the deadline for the franchise tag. Free agency's next Wednesday, March sixteenth. Yes, that's when it starts. Yeah. And boy, do we have a lot to look forward to. We got <laughs> half our damn starters are. See, and that's kind players. of the thing too. It's like with the Buccaneers, it's like. Is this a rebuild? Like they're saying no, but it could be. Yeah, we won't we won't know until next Wednesday yeah. the state of the team. Yeah. You know, we're not gonna be able to bring everybody back. It's just as simple as that. And I don't know if we want to bring everybody back. So we're gonna see where everything lands. We got the franchise tag. The deadline is tomorrow. It's four. Yeah. So yes. I w- I would imagine just if I had to guess, I would say we're going to franchise Chris Godwin again and then work on his contract before the season starts. How the hell have they not been able to come to a deal in two years? It's been two years of this shit. Yeah, they've been busy. Lots of stuff going on, man. I don't I don't know. I just think it's... They've managed to do everybody else. Yeah. Don't know, I man. Don't know. We shall see. So we've got that. You said tomorrow, right? Yeah. So we'll know one way or another. Somebody's going to get franchised probably. Maybe we'll do like a short video on that one after it comes out. If we franchise tag anybody. Because we could do uh, Carlton Davis too. Ah, I can't see us doing that. We're way too expensive. We got Whitehead. We got some big free agents. I I would actually be surprised if Carlton Davis stays. Really? Uh, Yeah, I think somebody's going to want to get him. Mm. 
Yeah. We've got we've got actually a, a few guys like that. Ryan Jensen apparently is really being sought after by quite a few teams. Yeah, I think I saw that. Like, uh, I think it was Cincinnati was going to offer him like thirty nine mm-hmm. million for three years. Yeah, that was according to Pac Man Jones. You know, he used to play for the Bengals. He said that, uh, what was it? That he had little birdie inside information that the Bengals are going to sign Ryan Jensen to a three-year $39 million deal to be their starting center. He Damn said, it. He said it's almost a done no. deal. No. Now, apparently the Jets want him too, and they've got a lot of cap room, mm. so they can. But does he want to go play for the Jets? I don't mean, I'm telling you, I, I was impressed with the Jets last year. When we played them, they looked good. You know, and I, I mean, just good, sound football. Probably one of the better teams we played last year. Surprised me. I mean, it shocked me. Did not think they were that good. I don't know. Like, stop it. So I, stop. I could, I could see them doing stop. real well next year. Are you trying to get rid of him? Are you trying <laughs> no. to talk him into it, no. Ralph? No, he's he's, Ralph. he's probably one of the main guys I wanted to stay. You know, I love Ryan Jensen. I know. He's my he, man. He is fun to watch on that offensive line. He just got that, Gosh. that our whole, viciousness. Our whole offensive line just freaks me out. Yeah, we've got Alex Kappa. Yeah. What's going to happen with him? He's a free agent. Tristan Wirfs is not going to require surgery in the offseason, so that's good. Mm-hmm. He should be good. ready for training camp and okay. everything. Well, apparently they they they, ugh, they like Hainsey, too. You know, we drafted him last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Or did we draft him? I don't know. I don't remember. Undrafted, free agent, whatever. Um, he, they like him. So I, you know, if we lose Ryan Jensen, is that an option? I don't know. You just can't replace Ryan's attitude, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he's a good center too, as far as you know, his blocking and and all that good stuff. He, he Hillman, will fight for his quarterback. He will fight you. He will fight for anything. He doesn't get. He just likes to get out there and fight. He just likes to fight. <laughs> and he's about the only lineman we got like that. And Alex Kappa's got a little bit of oomph to him. But other than that, that's it. You know, the rest of the guys are kind of, you know, blue collar guys that just do their jobs. You know, and Alec Marpet was like that. He, you know, he never. I think maybe once or twice in the seven years he was here that I see him get up in anybody's face. Uh, you know, generally he just did his job and did it well and. Move on to the next play. Mm. Ryan Jensen's running 40 yards down the field just to blindside somebody. Yeah, just to hit somebody. <laughs> He's pulling people in the pile. And, man, headbutton. I'll be sad. I'll be so upset. Yes, yeah, so we drafted Robert Hainsey in the third round last oh, wow. year. Okay. Yeah, from Notre Dame. Okay. So I wonder if they kind of knew that this was a possibility. They had to be looking forward. Yeah. How much do they plan ahead like that, do you think? I don't know. It's a, You know, it seems like it'd be a little hard to. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of do a little bit, but, you know, just so much stuff happens during the course of the season and the off season. There's just no way you could plan for all these contingencies. There's just no way. You know, guys getting hurt, guys retiring, uh, guys getting in trouble. Yeah, but, like, at a minimum, you know when your contracts are up, so you can plan that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of keep guys lined up for mm-hmm. replacement parts. 
Exactly. Exactly. Apparently, Gronk is working out at the facility two times a week. Yes. Yes. Bruce Arians has said he's been there uh, twice a week since the end of the season, and they still don't know what his status is, whether he's going to stay or not. I mean, just every day. Is he day. just going there for the gym? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a nice gym. So like, well, I mean, is it that nice? You know, I don't know. I, you know, but he becomes a free agent March 16th, and the Bills are showing great interest in him, you know, and he's from Buffalo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Anaheim, right? Somewhere. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. And, um, you know, the, uh, the Bills are a contender. Don't know mm-hmm. what position we're going to be in as far as contendership, you know, not until after, after the 16th. We'll know what our team looks like a little bit. We won't know. We won't know quarterback until week one. Oh my gosh, I'm so depressed. I'm just depressed. Like the team. Yeah. How do you? I mean, God, it's like eating prime rib for Mm -hmm. two years straight, and now I gotta go back to flank steak, McDonald's. Oh God, yeah, (laughs) the type of steak where you gotta eat ketchup on it. It's just unfortunate. Uh, JPP and Sue both told Arians that they want to play again mm-hmm. this year, play They're, football. Right, the Buccaneers. We don't know. We did. Yeah, they didn't didn't spend, but they both said they're going to play again. Uh, JPP, you know, this is the second year in a row he's had major surgeries, major injuries. You know, last year or the year before last, he had the neck thing that kept him out for mm-hmm. quite a few weeks to start the season, and this year is rotator cuff. He just was not. Not the same guy. I mean, he was literally just a body out there. Mm-hmm. You know, he was not making plays and all that. So, you know, we'll see if we want to keep him. You know, I think his biggest contribution is locker room. Yeah. You know, Arians really likes those veteran leaders and he's definitely a leader in the locker room. You don't want to. You don't want to get on JPP's bad side. Ask Vernon Hargraves how that went. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so we had some changes in the coaching staff too. Mm-hmm. So we got three additional coaches, and we moved some guys around. Yeah, you want to run through that? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, we got Bob Sanders was hired as the outside linebackers coach. Now Larry Foot was the outside linebackers coach, but he's moving to inside linebackers coach to take the place of Mike Caldwell, who is now the defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, who saw that coming? Like, of all of our coaches yeah. on the staff to get a job, to get promoted. Yeah, yep. you know, he coached Levante and Devin White. So, mm-hmm. I guess that, yeah, they, that gave him a boost of uh, on his resume. Yeah. Some, some cred. Well, I like that Larry Foote is moving positions to be with those guys because he's been on the coaching staff and probably already has that rapport with them. Mm -hmm. And we've got John Van Dam. He went from assistant tight ends coach to tight ends coach. Uh, Rich Christoffel, Christopher, Christoffel, Christoffel. He was the tight ends coach, but he's moving to a senior offensive assistant role. So he's moving up in the world. What does that mean? Senior, senior offensive assistant. Yeah, that's like 
you're 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 grabbing coffee for the <laughs> offensive coordinator. For the big guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many damn coaches. I know. We just have to make up position roles for them. Yeah. Uh, defensive quality coach Joey Fitzgerald and offensive quality coach Jeff Castle are the other new hires uh, besides Bob Sanders. Uh, Tim Atkins is moving from defensive quality control coach to a defensive special teams assistant role. So guys are just moving around a little bit. Yeah. What What is a defensive special teams? Uh, defensive slash special teams. Oh, uh, okay. Assistant. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So not a whole lot of movement there. You know, if, if you're not aware, Bruce Arians does never – he never fires coaches, never gets rid of them. He says if they're not performing well, he just moves them around. Oh, so are these the guys not performing well? <laughs> well, you got some you got a lot of uh promotions in here, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't see anybody that just went laterally mm. uh except for Larry Foote going from outside linebackers to inside linebackers. But that's more of a need. Yeah. Than anything, I think. They asked B.A. if he about Jameis, whether he would sign Jameis. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like, shut up. Just anybody. They'll just, just, you know, they just say whatever just names are out there. Any, I know. They're just asking. And so he said that's probably not the best thing for Jameis. And he's not opposed to it, but he doesn't think it's the best thing for Jameis. So, yeah, I <clears throat> which is is an interesting takeaway from that. Yes. I don't think it's that. Why not? Like, was it not the best system for him? Did he not? I mean, clearly he didn't thrive the way that we as fans would have wanted to see him thrive. Yeah, you know, stat-wise, I mean, he broke the franchise record for passing yards and all that good stuff in 2019, I think it was. And, you know, but that was only that away for a year until Brady came in and Mm -hmm. beat him at it. Uh, You know, but... His decision-making was just not good. He threw too many interceptions. You know, broke that record. That was a league record there, 30 interceptions. So, you know, Arians could say it wouldn't be good for Jameis. I don't know what he meant by that, but I think that it wouldn't be good for the team. You know, I'm not a big fan. We talked about this when Lovey Smith came as the – coach of the Buccaneers. I was not a big fan of it simply because when you fire somebody, you hire them back, it's, they've got a grudge, you know, and even if it's not conscience, you know, there's a subconscious part of you that, you know, you're a little spiteful. You're a little, you're a little bit angry about getting fired. So James Winston would be angry. He might be happy, would show he was happy and everything, but somewhere deep inside, you know, he's like, screw these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of it. You know, once you fire somebody, that's it. You know, don't don't bring them back. And we saw what happened with Lovey Smith. It was some of the worst coaching I've ever seen. When I've seen some bad coaching, he just acted like he didn't care. Yeah. He wanted to blow this up. Like I said, you know, he, he blew up the offensive line. His first order of business was just get rid of every, all of our whole offensive line. Never seen anything like that. I know I say it on here all the time, but it was just amazed me at how everybody just didn't freak out. Like, I was the only one that was just like, what? You know, everybody else was like, well, you know, hey, he's, he's, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and as we saw, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. It, was, we, it wasn't until 
uh, Tom Brady got here, really, that our offensive line's kind of gelled. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just wow. been a, almost a decade of horrible offensive right. line play. So, yeah, I, I don't want Jameis Winston back. Uh, you know, we, we've got a whole list, and we've we've gone through it quite a few times here on the podcast. There's just really nobody that I see that I'm like, ooh, I really want to get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, we still got the whole, you know, his whole legal stuff going on. You know, that's going to be over his head until it's taken care of. Well, now they're saying the Bucks are not on the list for him. Right. I saw that. Yeah. So. Uh, Carson Wentz, you know, I just don't like the guy as far as he, he's a try hard to me. He, he, you know, was one of those guys that just doesn't know how to throw it away. You know, he's and always, it seems like there's he's got some personality issues because he he's been in two locker rooms now. Well, where they're like, yeah, we yeah. don't want him back. Yeah, for for personal reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I really don't want to mess around with that. Russell Wilson, I don't know what's going on with that. Do you, have you heard anything more about his situation in Seattle? I think it was like the Bears or somebody offered them like five first round picks and they said no. Good Lord. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's not going to happen there. I heard that they kind of put out the signal that they're open for trading him. But I didn't know. Yeah, Good grief. Like, the Bears gave up. We're going to give up five. Well, that's what, I think so. that's what Bruce Arians said. He was asked at the combine if. Tom Brady, if he thought Tom Brady was going to come back and play, and he said he had talked to Tom Brady, they had a sit down, and he said no. He said the reasons that Brady gave, it seemed to him that uh, Brady was his mind was pretty much made up. But then they, he said, if anybody wants to trade for him, he said, I'm not going to do it. And they were like, well, what if? What would be the requirement? What would be like the minimum? And he was like five first round picks, minimum. You know, so. I'm surprised Chicago offered five for. Uh, wait a minute. No, it wasn't Chicago. It was the commander, the commies. Oh, the commies, yeah. Yeah. Well, they've been after everybody's quarterback, from what I understand. They've reached out to everybody. I think yeah. they should get Deshaun Watson. I, know. I think he'd fit in well there. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's just really nobody out there. I'm fine with going with Trask. Gabbard, I, you know, Molly is just not a big fan of Gabbard. Um, hey, yeah, I don't I, understand I wasn't either. what the, I don't understand the infatuation. I think he's a great team guy. Uh, but on the field, I don't get it. Yeah, when, when he was, when he was playing with Jacksonville, it was just, it was just horrible. He was he was horrible, you know. I mean, he was bad at San Francisco when he stole Kaepernick's job. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'd I'd much rather just go with Trask. See what we got there. Yeah. I agree with you. They're saying BA said that if the Bucks go the free agent route for a quarterback, it would be Blaine Gabbert that they would probably bring back. Just because he's been in the offense for four mm. years. Oh, is he a free agent too? Yeah. Ah, so yeah. we probably won't bring him back. Right. <laughs> well, man, the list is getting narrower and narrower by I the know. day. I know. Uh, apparently Aaron Rodgers is staying with Green Bay, right? I don't know. They said he'll have the a decision by like Thursday, I think. 
So I don't know, but it it seems likely, I think. Yeah. To me, I don't know. This whole thing is just kind of overblown. I don't... Was there really a possibility he wasn't going to come back? Who? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's always a possibility. It's always a possibility he's going to retire, you know, go to another team. You never know, man. Football's just weird. Sports are weird like that. Yeah. You know, nobody saw Tom Brady retired or Ali Marpet. Just bam, out of the blue. That's true. Uh, Jason Light was asked at the NFL scout, scouting combine to identify uh, young buck players who stood out to him last year. And I found his response very interesting. He said, I'll single out two, KJ Britt and Grant Stewart. He said, for the roles that we drafted them for and on special teams. He said, I thought they did a fantastic job. They'll continue to grow as position players as well. We think KJ has a really good chance to be a good linebacker as well as Grant in some sort of role on defense at some point. The way they brought their energy every day, I thought the entire team benefited from just the way they carried themselves. I will agree with him there. Those two played Grant or Stewart, especially on special teams. He just had so much energy. Now, we saw him in preseason where he played a full half, I think it was, mm-hmm. and he was gassed. You know, so he's got that energy out there on special teams, but you only do that every now and then. You know, uh, I don't know if he could play a full game at this point. Uh, I'm sure he's been working on his cardio. Uh, KJ Britt, I really liked him, you know, when he played, uh, you know, come in as linebacker. Uh, he, he just seems like he's got a real good head on his shoulders, made good decisions, didn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, he did get blowed up a few times on special teams, though. He, he did blocking uh, kickoffs, and, you know, a couple times he got mowed over. But, I mean, you got to figure these guys, again, you know, special teams is not what they want to be doing. You know, they're not that they probably never did special teams before until they get to the NFL. You know, these guys are stars, you know, in their junior high, high school teams, college teams, and then they go to the NFL and they have, they're delegated to bench warming and special teams. And it takes a special kind of guy to, you know, really go out there and give it your all at, at that, that point, you know, uh, Grant Stewart, he was Mr. Irrelevant last player selected in the draft last year. So, He's got. He had something to prove. KJ Britt, on the other hand, you know, I'm sure it was kind of a disappointment for him, but he is behind Levante David and Devin White, so he can't expect to you know, just jump into a starting role there. But I did like that. Like brought those two up because those are the two I would have said as well. Well, I like that he's just kind of patting himself on the back for his <laughs> draft choices. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, he had talked about uh, our outside linebackers. Uh, try on. Try on and what was the other guy? Cam Gill? No. Nelson? No, nah, it must have been try on. But he didn't, he didn't mention them in, in this when asked about the Bucks players who stood out, young Buck players. I just found that real interesting. And the uh, – it kind of makes you makes you go, okay, these guys know what they're talking about. They watch mm-hmm. game film. Yeah. General manager, he's on top of stuff. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> well, you know, I swear, I think a lot of these guys don't, man. I've seen some stuff, you know, especially general managers you know, or, or owners, you know, they, they 
they go after these big name guys and you're like, well, have you not? You know, it was kind of, kind of like with Cam Newton, mm-hmm. you know, with the Patriots. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> well, it's Bill Belichick. I know. You know he watches film, I right? Know. I guess. Just assume. Just a head scratcher. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day about Brady retiring and like nobody thinks he's going to stay retired. Like the consensus around the league, there's two consensuses around the league that are kind of, kind of bother me a little bit. One is that they say Tom Brady's not going to stay retired. Either he's going to come back this year uh, or he's going to come back next year when his contract is done with the Buccaneers and he'll be able to go to the 49ers or whatever, go wherever he wants basically. Right now, we've got control over where he can go. Uh, but I was thinking, I was like, you know, I wonder if this was, you know, kind of done on, you know, emotional. I, th- I think guys shouldn't retire so close to the end of a season uh, because it's just the same way with the fan base. Like we were talking about, you know, people just aren't interested in kind of kind of burned out. They're tired, you know ready to move on to something else. And I'm sure players are doubly so, you know, they're mm-hmm. just, especially when you have a loss like we did, you know, you just feel like, man, I'm just tired of doing this. You know, I always say, you know, give it a few months, you know, wait until right before training camp, then make your decision, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was wondering what if, and this is just pure speculation. What if Tom Brady's doing this to get more control over the Buccaneers offense? You know, what if he's going to, uh, come back and say, look, I'll play if I have more say, you know, or if, which it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because I think that Bruce Arians would have, whatever Tom Brady wanted, Bruce Arians would have been like, yeah. That's what I anyhow. think too. I think it's unnecessary. I think he's retired. I think he's done. He's made so many comments here lately, and I don't know if he's doing it just to keep his name in the the news, which is a high probability. Uh, but you know he, he's you know saying things like never say never and we'll wait and see and you know he's playing coy and yeah I think that he's just good at marketing and he knows what he has to do to keep his name out there and I think especially when you have so much stuff that you're gonna launch like he just launched a clothing line like you can't let your name get stale because yeah. no one's gonna pay attention when it comes out. Yeah. You know, you can't just disappear for five months and then come back and go, oh, hey, look, I launched this clothing line. Go buy my stuff. People aren't going to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to stay. You have to keep like, it out there. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what that I don't think that he's coming back. Uh, you know, when we won the Super Bowl in 2003, 2002 season, the the consensus was and I hated this. I really did that. We were a one year wonder. That we won the Super Bowl because we got John Gruden and he knew the Raiders' offensive game plan. You know, he knew all the plays. They didn't change it and all that good stuff. So, you know, and then there's the speculation that uh, the head coach with the the Raiders, was in Callahan, he did not like the Raiders. And so he threw the game. He That's why he didn't change the stuff, the, the offensive play calls, you know, so anyhow, so we weren't given a whole lot of credit for that Super Bowl win. And we didn't do anything after that either. You know, next year we kind of and then we kind of just 
You know, we made it to the playoff a few times, but we just weren't the same team. You know, we started ejecting players, you know, Warren Sapp and John Lynch and everybody started leaving. So, you know, the national media didn't, or the national fan base of other teams didn't see all the years, you know, the Buccaneers were good before that, you know. Uh, so they just saw us win the Super Bowl and then we didn't do anything after that. So everybody was like, yeah, one hit wonder. They're doing the same thing with us now. I'm seeing it all over the place. Ah, oh, the Buccaneers were one hit wonder. They just, they won the Super Bowl because of Tom Brady and they're done now. You know, that's what I'm hearing everywhere. Uh, you know, that kind of bothers me. You know, I, I think we, we're still a good team. I said it before we got Tom Brady. I said, we're just one good quarterback. And I, it didn't have to be Tom Brady, just a quarterback that didn't make mistakes. That's really what Arians' offense requires is a quarterback that doesn't make a lot of mistakes. You know, you you, you have to be able to throw the long ball. You have to be kind of accurate. Uh, but other than that, that's it. You know, just don't make mistakes. Because Arians is going to scheme you some good plays. Uh, and then we got, when we got Tom Brady, it was like, you know, he's the goat. And of course, everybody was like, you know, we got to, uh, we're going to win the Super Bowl now. And then we did. Everybody was like, yeah. And of course, there was the whole, you know, the, the, the illness was out there. So there wasn't fans in the stands. And everybody was like, oh, y'all won because you didn't have the crowd noise. It's all this stuff. So, so we didn't get a lot of credit. We're not going to get a lot of credit. Everybody's going to think it was because of Tom Brady. And it, it was a large part of it was because of Tom Brady. But, we were still a good team. I mean, mm-hmm. if you watch that Super Bowl, it was our defense that won that, that game. Mm-hmm. We just beat the crap out of Patrick Mahomes. And all the way throughout the playoffs, our defense was just killing it. Yeah. You know? And uh, we're going to get a lot of those same guys back. I don't know what's going to go on with Sue, but, you know, and JPP, but everybody else is pretty much going to be here. Yeah. You know, we're going to lose. the secondary. Yeah, we're going to probably lose Carlton Davis. But, you know, I mean – our core guys that make us great on defense are still going to be around. So again, I think, you know, as long as we get a quarterback that's fairly competent, you know, we've got a good shot at being playoff contenders, especially with our, the the NFC South. Uh, I don't know if you're, you've heard, but Calvin Ridley with the Atlanta Falcons is suspended for the 2022 year. NFL season for gambling. Uh, he was caught by uh, NFL gambling partners. He used an app on his phone to gamble. He did a parlay involving three, five, and eight games parlay uh, for a five-day period in late November. Now, he was not on the Atlanta Falcons when he did this, but he did bet that the Atlanta Falcons were going to win. Uh well, the NFL has set up a thing with the gambling partners, you know, Bet MGM and all these guys, that they have a system set up that if they find any of the NFL players or coaching staff or anybody is gambling, that they're going to notify the NFL. And that's what that happened That is here. crazy to yeah, me. I know. And the whole league is like, whoa, I'm glad I figured that. I'm glad they made an example out of him. <laughs> right. so now I know. They're going to use their wives' wives' accounts. Yeah, right. I mean, that's going to happen. Uh, yeah. You know, there's only been like five people in the history of the NFL suspended for gambling. I see 1963, Alex Carreras, 1963, Paul Horning, 
1983 Art Schlichter, 2019 Josh Shaw, and then 2022 Calvin Ridley. That's it. You know, well, the tens of thousands of guys that have played in the NFL, you know there's been quite a few guys that have gambled during that period. But the NFL is very, you know, they keep this stuff under wraps. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they would have kept this under wraps if they could have, but they had to suspend him. What about, like, fantasy leagues? Can they do fantasy? No. Don't think they could do any betting whatsoever. Yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna help us. You know, he he was a big wide receiver for the Falcons, although he didn't do a lot last year. He had the mental health issues, kept himself out of the games for a while. See, I don't think he cares. I don't think he wants to play football. Well, he tweeted right after he got the suspension came out. He said, "I bet fifteen hundred dollars." Total, I don't have a gambling problem because apparently, yeah, that's what people problem. who don't have gambling problems say. <laughs> <laughs> I can always quit whenever I want, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, apparently, he was in Florida when he did this, too. Mm. Yeah. Wow! So, we've got next week, Wednesday, March 16th, going to be free agent uh, kickoff. Uh, don't know what we're going to do. We're going to find out. And it's really going to be uh, crucial to what our team is going to look like. Now, like I said, we still got large core guys here, but you know, well, I forget how many we counted, but it was like half of our starters are free mm-hmm. agents this year. So my, the, my biggest concern is the offensive line. Yeah. Just because we have a lot, you know, I think four right. guys. Our whole interior will be gone. Yeah. Ryan Jensen, Alex Kappa, Ali Marpet retired. So that's just going to leave Worfs and yeah. Donnie on the outside. Oh, God. And it's so hard to build an offensive line, as we've seen. I, know. <laughs> I mean, it's not like there's a lot of them hanging out in free agency either. Right. Yeah. Oof. Um, oh, one more thing. Carmen Vitale went to the Draft Network, and she's covering the entire NFL. Oh. For the NFL, mm-hmm. the NFL channel? No, the Draft Network. What's that? I don't know. It's like a podcast. Oh, thing. okay. I don't know. So it's not. They do like drafts. It's not a branch of the NFL. Correct. Okay. But she's covering the NFL. Okay. Huh. Uh, Richard Sur- Sherman, who is a free agent, and we are not going to be resigning. <laughs> I know that. Uh, he was sentenced on two misdemeanor charges for his drunken <laughs> showing up at his wife's parents house all drunk remember it was on the ring mm-hmm. the ring video of him oh, acting a fool yeah yeah he, he originally had five misdemeanor charges against him but it was he played down to two uh he was sentenced to twenty five hundred dollars in court fees two years of court supervision plus several hours of community service don't know how many several is. But. I know. And that, like, they already do community service. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, he could just write it off up. some yeah. of his charity work or something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, he's cleared on that. I, I can't see anybody picking him up. I don't know what his future is for the NFL. He'll probably go into an announcing or something. Yeah. Some kind of media. Well, he has a podcast, so maybe he'll just keep that going. Who knows? Yeah. Um, the big news that you did not even touch on, the NFL 
and the NFLPA agreed to suspend all of the COVID-19 protocols. Effective immediately. Everybody's doing it. We're that. done. It, yeah, it's it's like, over, guys. It's over for now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know there's one right around the corner. They're gonna mm-hmm. fire this mess all right back up. Well, we got yeah, we got the war to worry about now. It was just yeah. like it went for, it went straight from that to the war. Yeah. It's the same people, same everything. You're just like, what? Do, do we have to like constantly be in a state of outrage and fear? Is that what yeah. is that what's going on in the world? <laughs> I think so. We just can't be happy. No. Let me be happy. I know. Can't we be happy that COVID's over? No. We can't. No. No. It, no. Now we got to worry about nuclear war. Yeah. Can we have COVID back? <laughs> oh, no. At least like, I don't I'll take the... my chances with COVID over a nuke. I, have... I saw Chernobyl. That's like a horrible death. Yeah. No, yeah, thank you. Don't do that. You know, that's like Fukushima. Uh, the <sighs> Japanese, you know, J- the Japanese people are just so interesting, their culture. But you know, when Fukushima happened, they lined up, the elderly, they lined up to go in as suicide to clean up the radioactive material and died. I mean, they were, you know, they died these horrible deaths God. and just didn't think twice. Just lined up to do it. Sacrifice for your country. Man. Man. Ugh. That's crazy stuff. So on that depressing note. I know. Why do you always do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you this was going to be a short one. Uh, again, there's just not a lot of news out there. Uh, we'll we'll jump on whenever something big happens. I would imagine the franchise tag is tomorrow. I think we'll probably do Chris Godwin again just because we haven't got his contract worked out yet, and then we'll just work it out during the off season. But gosh, I just can't believe they haven't gotten a contract done. Yeah. What is the hold up? No, no. Well, you know, he's injured and we don't even know. Maybe he doesn't want to stay. Don't know. Yeah. He might want to test out free agency. Right. But, you know, after an injury like that, you're not going to get as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people don't know how you're going to bounce back and all that good stuff. And we want to keep him. You know, Light and Arians and all them were very adamant. They want to resign. Him, so we shall see. Now he's an unrestricted free agent, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and you know, I mean, our wide receiver core was so deep last year, but now it doesn't feel that way anymore. No, at all. We don't have an AB. No, we, all we I mean, got. We got Mike Edward, Mike Evans, and then if we don't have Chris Godwin, like that's a pretty steep drop yeah. off. Yeah, we're down to Scotty Miller and Johnson and. Yeah, well, people have us drafting a receiver in the first round with the twenty seventh pick. So, is this a? I mean, I wouldn't hate that. Have you heard what kind of draft this is? I, I know there's not a lot of quarterbacks. There's not a lot of defensive linemen. So, is it like an offensive lineman, wide receiver draft this year? Anything? Do you know? I don't know. Yeah, need to look, into, look that. into that. Maybe one of our draft people can comment in our. Yeah, let us know, guys. Yeah, you know what's what what type of draft it is this year and i just wonder about the drop off in talent too because of covid some of these guys didn't play for a couple of years or mm-hmm. you know that they were canceling games and how that's a good point you know how much are players actually um how much playing time did they get mm-hmm. conditioning and all that kind of stuff i just curious like is this going to be a weaker class for the next couple of years yeah 
It's a good point. Didn't think about that. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Next week, we're going to have our free agency breakdown. Molly's going to get all the info for that and have it all done. I think she does it every year, so we'll we'll keep her on board for that. She's done a pretty pretty decent job. <laughs> so we'll talk about that probably Monday. Because yes. so the legal tampering period starts on Monday. So legal tampering. Yeah. So where teams can start negotiating with players free agents and why do they illegal tampering is it that's like legal theft i mean tampering is a you know negative connotation so yeah (laughs) yeah legal tampering legal tampering so they can start negotiating and then free agency starts at four o'clock on the 16th which is wednesday and the trading period begins and it is the four o'clock on Wednesday is the start of the new league year. Four o'clock Wednesday? Yeah. Next on the Wednesday. 16th. 16th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we got that all wrapped up. Yeah. And I think that covers it all. Anything else? No. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Until next time. Go, Bucks.